Welcome to Synth Stories. My name is Ronick Sethi. Every episode, we feature an artist or producer who shares their personal story with a specific hardware synthesizer and demonstrates how they created a sound on one of their tracks using that synth. Synth Stories is brought to you by Ask.audio. If you're interested in becoming a better musician, producer, or DJ, Ask Audio is your online hub for daily news, reviews, and tutorial articles. And in our academy, you'll discover video courses and free live masterclasses covering topics from synthesis to songwriting, mixing and mastering to music tools like Logic Pro, Ableton Live, Cubase, Pro Tools, etc. In this episode of Synth Stories, Jade Rose from the US recreates parts of her beautiful track, Amethyst, that can be found on her new album, Moonstone. Jade has an interesting array of synths, modular synths, guitars, and other gizmos, some of which she's built herself. Among the synths explored in this episode are the Arturia Microbrutes, the Mutable Instruments Ambica, and the Freestate FX Modular in the Lawrence Public Library in Kansas, USA. When I was about 13, I joined a robotics club and I learned how to like do electronics and then I started um, building my own modular in, in like high school and I've just kind of like been performing with them and playing with them ever since and building them. These past couple years I've been playing in a lot of bands, mostly guitar and like learning some different kinds of songwriting. And I really wanted to take my experience with electronics and the weird stuff I make and the weird software I make for music and make a whole album out of it. Um, and I wasn't really going for uh, dance music, not that I have anything against dance music, but I wanted something kind of like very dynamic and emotional performed with electronic music using lots of live automation and lots of uh, like analog instruments. I really like a lot of like cyberpunk themed stuff. Like I'm a big fan of like Ghost in the Shell. Uh, honestly, a lot of my music was inspired by the music in the Ghost in the Shell movie and TV show. Um, so I wanted to kind of like take these sounds and um, arrange them into music that spoke to me. The way I accomplished that for the most part was uh, I used the free open source software called VCVRAC to do a lot of um, the like sequencing, kind of testing the parts out. And then I, uh, after I had that recorded into a DAW, I kind of dissected those parts and re-recorded those parts with like my micro brute and played some guitar over it and did some weird sound effects processing. So I guess I should also mention that I learned a lot of how to do a lot of audio processing because I used to work as a sound designer making like sound effects and stuff. My favorite synthesizer that I have is definitely my Ambica. Um, I put it together about two years ago after they were being discontinued and um, it's just kind of like, it's, it, it's kind of like a Swiss army knife because I can have um, s up six voices individually outputted with analog filters. So I can like set up uh, six different parts, you know, with MIDI to play from six different outputs. So it's just like really, it's like an all-in-one kind of like digital analog hybrid toolbox. And it has a similar oscillator to the Mutable Instruments Braids module, 
which is cool. So you can get like a lot of really uh, unique sounds that you wouldn't get just out of like a normal analog synthesizer because of the variety of wavetables. I originally brought, bought a mini Brute. Basically, as soon as they came out a few years ago, because it was the first like analog synthesizer I could afford, um, like commercially made analog synthesizer. And uh, I really, really loved it. And I played it for a few years and then um, basically I just, I had to like downsize because I moved into a smaller bedroom and I had to uh, sell it and basically I bought the micro brute to replace my mini brute. And um, I really like the, like I've really liked um, even before the mini brute came out, um, I had a Steiner Parker filter I built for my modular uh that i used to have and um i just always really loved that filter so when i when i saw that that was on the micro brute i was like i have to have it or the mini brute the main thing i do uh, that's really important for the sounds i make is that i they have lots of like live automation like so like the actual sounds themselves usually aren't that complex but i'm a lot of times i'm tweaking the parameters like constantly throughout the song which like makes it I feel like a lot more interesting so I guess I'll do one of the the baseline sounds that I use a lot which is just the ultrasaw wave like all the way up I use a lot of this this uh, particular bass sound on my album uh, Moonstone so yeah it's an album I put out this April to support my um, electronics hobby and I've like gotten a lot of support, like positive support and feedback on it and actually have uh, supported me enough where I have been able to start like uh, building a modular again, a Euro rack. It's called Moonstone. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you can check it out. <laughs> I wanted every single part of the song to have a purpose and um, like, like like I didn't want to have any any pieces that weren't supposed to be there and I didn't want you know I wanted to have it just completely perfect and actually it's the first um it's like the first album I've ever made where I've actually been like I can listen to it afterwards <laughs> so I'm like actually happy with how it turned out <laughs> The first sound I'm going to demonstrate is one that I use a lot. Um, I'm going to be using the micro brute to be creating a really cool rumbling bass sound. Um, the thing that makes this sound special to me in particular is the Steiner Parker filter um, and the, the unique resonance it has. You can kind of dial in these strange out-of-control harmonics to kind of like generate a melody almost like a melody over your bass line um, the sound is basically just the ultrasaw wave on the micro brute um, I use this sound a lot on my album uh, one particular track on uh, Moonstone that uses this sound is uh, Sapphire. And by tweaking the, the filter 
and the resonance throughout the song, I kind of, I can build it up, increase the energy. And um, another thing I like to do sometimes is do like uh, like a sawtooth way of modulating the filter at like an eighth note. throughout the song. bring in a triangle wave with a metalizer to build it even more. Tweaking the decay of the filter. I should also mention that reverby sound you hear in the background is a plugin called Resochord um, that's built into Guitar Rig. It's basically, um, for what I understand, it's kind of like a modal delay. So since the sequence is playing in the key of F, I just set it um, to resonate at an F note. And it kind of like when you increase the filter to open the cutoff of the bass, it also affects the harmonics in that plugin, which is, sounds really freaking great, in my opinion. Cool. The next sound I'm going to show you is, um, like, a melodic... The next song I'm going to show you is, like, a melodic, like, arpeggiated sound. Um, the way I created this was with, uh, some... Uh, sequence sequencers and reactor blocks. Uh, it's a sequencer that I put together, but you can really just use any any sort of analog sequencer to do this. So basically, uh, the the process for this sound. See if I can get it. Here we go. Bring the reverb down. So I have two independent oscillators, each controlled by their own quantizer. And the sequencer is each uh, feeding each quantizer for each oscillator. And I've also got that signal um, patched through an attenuverter on each oscillator so I can like change the relative sequence between each oscillator. And I'll, I'll show you what I mean. So I'm going to change the... I'm going to mess with the attenuverter on the first oscillator. So now I ha we have like a stereo, cool, really cool stereo sequence playing similar melodies and I can change them on the fly and it's not quite randomness. 
Yeah, and this particular sound I used for um, the song Albendine. Um, I have like one sequence in the left ear for the first part of the song and then the second one joins it and it just sounds huge. Another thing I like to do with sequences like this is to bring in some feedback delay. So just like ramping up the feedback. Cool. And one more cool trick I learned with this is to modulate the attenuverters on both of the oscillators with like a triangle wave LFO. Um, and I'll remind you this is sequencer, two attenuverter, two, two quantizers, one for each oscillator. So here we go. Gonna modulate those attenuverters. How fucking cool is that? Drown it out in some reverb. So that's that specific arpeggiator sound from Almondine. Um, I've got one more song I'm going to show you. Uh, this one I you I created in um, I created with my mutable Ambica. Um, it's basically uh, the oscillators that are built into it. They're kind of like uh, the mutable like the pre-version of mutable braids so they're wavetable oscillators and this particular sound uses um one of the varying wavetables and i'm modulating the wavetable with an oscillator to create that kind of glitchy drown and um, the cool thing about Ambica is it also has a built-in fuzz and um, like a bit crusher effect for every single oscillator in the synth. So um, I can like bit crush it a little bit and make it sound like a computer losing its temper. some delay on it. The feedback. And that's starting to get really cool. Modulating the, the time on the delay with my hand, just turning the knob on this delay pedal. And there we've got like a, a build, a washout kind of build. Cool. And um, the next sound is this sort of, um, I wanted to show you. It's basically just kind of like 
it's also using iambica. It's a polyphonic sounding uh, lead synth, um, but it's just really one of the iambica voices. Um, I guess this is just demonstrating how awesome the filter is in this little synth. Um, I'm using the the improvisation page to like add in another oscillator under it and I am using an eventide pitch factor to add these sparkles to it. Opening up the filter. Applying the built-in cross-modulation. Pitch Factor pedal. Cool. I created an album called Moonstone using a lot of the techniques I demonstrated in this podcast. And basically it was like, um, like I wanted to create like very dynamic and expressive um, electronic music that had a lot of move movement and um, like energy like like waves of energy going in and out I wanted all the parts to kind of flow into each other and to accomplish that I used a lot of like polyrhythms and um, I'm constantly automating things as I'm performing throughout the song so basically all the songs are like very kind of calculated live performances in a way um, since I released that album I've received a lot of support for it that I'm very grateful for um, and I'm using the what I what I make uh, for that album to start building a new Eurorack system and um, I'm gonna do some more videos on it um, a YouTube channel in the future basically it is I'm building uh, mutable like surface mount mutable modules and uh, etching brass panels for them to go behind so it's going to be like a very kind of stylistic and uh, beautiful hopefully beautiful instrument that will be featured in a lot of my videos and my performances in the future um, you can check out my album at jaderose.bandcamp.com and uh, if you, you can find my YouTube channel um, just by searching Jade Rose in YouTube. The video synthesis portion of the album. So when I created the album, I created a YouTube video with some of the songs in it. Uh, and I used basically video synthesis um, to create a lot of the visuals. It's also, I animated this cute little character um, in a reactor. And basically it, it opens and closes its mouth in response to like playing a note on a keyboard or when it, when it like, when reactor detects that there's a sound, it like animates the face, if that makes sense. I got the idea kind of from uh, Look Mom No Computer who did a very similar animatronic face, but it was like, it was like a real animatronic face, but I wanted to create a virtual version of that. 
So I, I used Reactor basically to create this face that responds to like MIDI and also um, audio signals. I um, sent it through an old analog television called the JVC Videosphere, which is just like a really cool iconic television from the 70s that looks like a spaceman's head. And then I also created some more video synthesis visuals um, by using the software called Quantum VJ, um, which kind of creates these really grainy looking uh, Vi visuals based on input you can like change all the parameters it's like very simple similar to working with the synthesizer but with um visuals instead of audio um you can find that video if you it's um just the moonstone album release video you can find on my youtube channel yes yeah, so if you just search jade rose moonstone and youtube you will be able to find it cool Thank you to Jade Rose for reconstructing some synth lines from her track Amethyst from her new album Moonstone. Find out more about Jade's productions by visiting her Bandcamp page. That's jaderose.bandcamp.com and search for Jade's channel on YouTube. Just type in Jade Rose. Thank you for listening to Synth Stories. This is Ronick Sethi from Ask Audio. If you want to improve your synthesizer, modular synth, or general production skills, jump on over into the Ask.audio Academy and check out the hundreds of professionally produced online courses for you.